Dimana coming through with Where Did We Go Wrong right here on SAFM Jet Set Breakfast with myself, Bridget Masinga. She's standing by to touch base with us yet again. Uh, Yvette Rachakopa, author, life coach and a strategist. We last spoke to uh, Yvette, I think the week leading up to Christmas and we were just uh, navigating our way around, you know, Christmas time and uh, how to set boundaries and all the things you should pack and shouldn't pack uh, when you are going off to Christmas. And it had nothing to do with the literal physical things uh, that you should pack in your suitcase. So she is back with us again this morning. And I guess it's only proper, considering that it is the 2nd of January, Yvette, that we say good morning to you. Morning, Bridget. How are you doing? I am great. I'm fantastic. Uh, how are you? Entered the new year on a great note? Yes, yes. Resting <laughs> <laughs> in a very quiet place. Oh. So yes, I definitely crossed over in the way that I wanted to. Oh, lovely. We love that. So Yvette, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, everybody sets out to have New Year's resolutions. It's actually, it, you know, there's certain cliches when, when we sort of start a new year that you see recurring year after year after year. And resolutions is one of those. And sometimes I, I err on the side of skepticism when I go, I don't know if a lot of people actually stick to resolutions or it's just a setup for failure. I think a lot of times it really is just, you know, I should be doing this differently or it's coming from a place of guilt, you know, or it's coming from, you know, just the wrong place, really, because every single year you'll be setting the same year's resolution and then every single year at the end of the year you beat yourself up over it, you know. Mm. So to some extent, I think that, you know, I think people just need to do things differently because this year's resolution thing not really working (laughs) so maybe should we change the wording around it should it be a case of you know not calling it a resolution perhaps maybe the word is is what creates a negative uh, emotive response maybe we should err on words that motivate us and 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 drive us you know maybe we call it goals or ambitions because i almost feel like ambitions is so loose that it's not tied to a time frame and it doesn't come with pressure it's like you are ambitiously trying to do something whether you do it or don't do it is another case but you're at least attempting to I think, you know, it's more about the reasoning behind, you know, what you want to do. And I think also, like you said, the ambitions word sounds, you know, a bit wishy-washy. I think using the word resolutions, right, um, also sounds a bit wishy-washy at this point because a lot of us, when we say it's a New Year's resolution, we don't achieve those things. So I would say just call it a goal, you know, a tangible goal, and then look at why do you actually want this particular thing? Why is it important to to you? You know, Mm. what is the purpose of this actual goal? And then sit down and actually write things down. Because a lot of us get, you know, feel the infatuation of the new year. And then we we go there and say, I'll never eat this food again. I'll never do this, you know. And most times we haven't actually sat down and written down, okay, this is the plan that I have. Because every goal, unless it has a set date and unless it has a time, it's a wish. (laughs) So we go there, we make these wishes and wait for whatever force to make this thing happen. However, if you don't sit down and plan and say, okay, these are the resources that I need, Mm. you know, this is the support that I need to achieve this goal. This is my action plan and actually writing down, okay, where am I starting with this goal? Mm. You know, what date, by what date do I want to to achieve it? You know, why is this goal actually quite important to me? Mm. And what will this goal allow me to achieve in my life or allow me to change? How will it 
make me feel? You know, yes. those are the type of questions you want to be asking yourself. And I also think it's important. We are chatting to uh, Yvette Rashekopa, who is an author, a life coach, and a strategist, by the way. Um, and I, I think it's also important with the same vein of breath, Yvette, that you have a mixed basket of, of goals, right? So you write everything from, from the biggest, most long-term even if they can't be achieved this year, you can definitely put steps towards them. And at least your conscious brain knows that, you know, you want to buy a house in three years. So you're starting today to save up for your deposit and get your finances in order and, and, and whatever you need to do to get to that longer term goal. But in that mixed basket, you also have little goals like in order for you to be able to buy that house, one of the things you need to do, and we were having this conversation last week with a financial strategist from F&B, is consolidate your finances. So a short-term goal would be, you know, get rid of the accounts, for instance, where you, you can put a three to six month time frame to that, that I'm going to pay off that Edgis and that Mr. Price and, 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 and. It makes it more realistic in a mixed basket of goals, at least for me, I think. 100% Bridget. Um, I think it's a matter of breaking down your goals into smaller tasks, yeah. you know, because one big goal seems very overwhelming. Yeah. You know, even to your mind, you feel overwhelmed. And a lot of times when we procrastinate, it's not because we're lazy. Mm. It's because of things like we feel overwhelmed. You know, we feel anxious because of the goal or we're already feeling all these negative emotions. So another thing that's quite important to do is look at some of the unresolved emotions that you have attached with your goal. You know, if you um, had planned to, to, to lose weight, for example, or gain weight, whatever it is, mm. you have to look at, okay, how have I, what are the emotions that are attached to that that I haven't resolved? You know, because if you're beating yourself up, you're not going to be able to even start. So part of it is understanding that if your goal looks too big as well, mm. you feel like it's unattainable. But the moment you break it down, like what you just said, you know, it starts to feel a little bit more doable. The moment you start to say, okay, where can I start? What's the one of the questions I ask my clients is what's the mm. first thing that you can do? Mm. Something small, something tangible. Write that down. Right. Mm. Put a date next to it, and then go and do it. Hold yourself accountable, and then go and do it. Mm. You know. And then what's the next thing that you have to do? Another easy way to also do that is to work from your end goal backwards. Yes. Right. So this sounds a little bit complicated, but all it means is that you look at okay, by twenty, what year are we in? Twenty twenty two. Need to get used to that. But by 2025, you know, yeah. I want to be out of debt, right? Yes. So then working from the end goal backwards, thinking, okay, if in 2025 I want to be um, debt-free, mm. what am I doing? You know, so then you, you say, okay, in 2023, this is what I would have achieved. Yes. I mean, in 2024, this is what I, uh, this is what I would have achieved. In 2023, this is what I, what I would have achieved. In 2022, this is what I'll be doing. And then break down what I even do. I go as far as putting in the month, right, and yes. saying this is what I'm doing. If your goal is to have a degree by a certain year, mm. okay, that means that at some point you need to have registered, right, yes. somewhere, at some institution. At some point, you need to be studying. At some point, you need to have done certain things. Mm. So fill in those gaps with actual small, tangible tasks that are doable. Because even with small goals, like I want to do a short course, right? Yes. Sometimes we just don't get it done. So I say, okay, what's the first thing I need to do if I want to do a short course? Research, mm. right? Go online and then write that down. Research. On this date, I am going to research a goal without dates, you know, and actual mm. schedules and plans is just a wish. Yeah, yeah. And I love what you talk about working it backwards because I, I think essentially uh, that's what we've been saying, right, is work it backwards. A lot of people who work 
in the eventing space, for instance, or in the marketing space will tell you that, you you know, you say to yourself, okay, cool, we've got the wedding coming up, let's say for an example, but what are those tangible things that you need? And therein comes you're working it backwards. We all know what a wedding day is supposed to look like, but when you have that picture of the final day, you're then able to break it down into all, all the different elements that are required to get to that final day and then you start because then you're able to see it holistically. I need a dress. I, I, you know what I mean? I need a suit. I need a venue. I need a car. I need flowers. I need, I need, when you've done that list, then you're able to take chunks of that list out and isolate them and tick them off as you go. And I think a lot of people do get lost in sort of the bigness of everything um, and forget that really it's really just about the tiny little steps that you take every single day. And, and some deadlines might need to be moved because life does happen in between. But as long as you stick the course. That's, I love what you just said about life happens in between because there's grace. Yeah. <laughs> there's grace for everything under the sun. And one of the biggest things that, you know, sometimes we just keep carrying a goal over into the new year and then mm. into the new year and then into the new year, you know. So it's also quite important to be flexible and reflect on what didn't work the first time around. Yeah. You know, what is it that didn't work last year? What is it that I can do differently that might allow me? What is it that I didn't try? Mm. You know, so if you tried maybe, you know, with a fitness goal, if you tried to do it on your own and didn't work, maybe it's time to get a, a trainer. Yes. You know, maybe it's time to get a, a working out. Maybe it's time to join a group or Sometimes it's as simple as sometimes you set a goal, right? Mm. And you'll try to achieve it as somebody else. So you'll say, okay, I'll be a gym bunny. I'll go to gym every single day. But you hate it. You hate the gym. You hate seeing people at the gym. So why would you put yourself to that? Maybe you need to join a dance class instead. You know, maybe do it. Take a walk. Maybe if you love nature. So I'll say attach your vision or the daily steps to something that you enjoy. I don't personally enjoy going to the gym. Mm. However... I also understand that when I'm healthy, right, so there's the bigger why that's quite important. When mm. I'm healthy, this allows me to speak on stage for hours, mm. right? When I'm when I'm energized, it gives me the energy, the energy to speak to the crowd if I need to, to do a three-hour workshop, mm. right? So I test that bigger vision or that goal to something that's really, really, really important to you. And also understand that be flexible. Do it in a way that works for you, not in mm. the way that works for everybody else because that might not work for you. So you might be doing something wrong and that's why you keep circulating mm-hmm. around the same goal. And to your point about the bigger picture as well in terms of the wedding day, mm-hmm. right? I like that example because one thing I say to my clients is that think of think of a day in the life of you when you've achieved your goal. What does your life look like on mm-hmm. a daily basis? What do you wake up and do, right? So I'll say, for example, if somebody says, okay, I want a job promotion. Mm-hmm. I'll say, what, what, what does this energy feel like when you walk into the office space? Do you have an assistant in that office, yeah. right? What what what's the first thing that you do in the morning? You know, do you take a walk? Do you check your emails? Mm. What are some of the things, the tangible things that will fit into this vision and start to see the bigger picture? And then we go and break it down. So that seeing the bigger picture and working from that bigger picture backwards. You know, mm. what type of personality traits does it, the, the, the you in that promotion, right? Mm. What type of leadership traits do you have? You know, what's some of the work that you need to do? to get to that place of confidence, of feeling mm. like the the position that you want. Think about those little tangible things and then write them down in a very tangible way mm. and that you can actually see, okay, this is achievable. So I really like what you said about the wedding day and the bigger picture and then working backwards from yeah. that bigger picture and filling in the gaps. I, you know what, Yvette, like as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, I'm not doing that badly. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And 
I think it's also about, you know, when you talk about accountability to self and to, to your vision and to your goals, because really that's what you are letting down. You are letting yourself down and the life that you want down uh, by not planning it out. And accountability also speaks to being truthful to yourself. When you speak about that example of Jim earlier on when you just mentioned, I had, if I have to personalize it, I had this realization a couple of years ago that, you know, I would wake up and try to talk myself into gym at like six o'clock in the morning and be like, yay, I can do this. And I realized that, no, I don't like waking up at six o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. In fact, I don't like gymming when it's peak hours at the gym. I prefer it at 10, at 11. And thankfully, my my professional structure allows me flexibility in my day, you know. Um, so I then decided, OK, cool. I don't like peak hour gyms. I don't like waking up at six o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. I'd rather watch TV or be on social media or read. If I'm up at six o'clock in the morning. So let me go at a time that suits me at a time that works with my personality at a time where the gym is calming for me. And also, I just don't like gym. So I found an activity that I actually like boxing and I've stuck with it for two years. Never missed a session unless I'm sick. So it's all about that accountability and being truthful to yourself as well. What works, what doesn't work and what kind of a personality are you and then you structure everything around that that's in a nutshell that's exactly what it is what you just said about you know do it in the way that you enjoy it like your goal should be fun <laughs> you know yeah. achieving your goal should not i think also we have this this thing of discipline and uh, attaching it to like punishment you know i'm a yes. suffer. i'm a suffer for my goals i'm a you know i must work hard and it's like no sometimes you just need to do things in a way that works for you in mm. a way that makes you feel good because if you don't feel good about getting up at 6 a.m., you're already demotivated. Yes. You know, and I had the same problem as you, Bridget. You know, I'm not a morning person at all, mm. you know. So I prefer working out at night when it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer going for a walk. And I'm not even focused you know, on that. It's like I think about the benefits of that goal, you know. Yeah. And, and like when I, when I plan it, for example, I'll think about the benefits of, oh, I get to think, you know. So usually during my evening runs or um, if in a safe place, of course. Well, of course. But during my evening runs, I usually use that time to just meditate, to mm. think, you know, to say affirmations to myself. That makes me feel good, you know. But when I think of waking up in the morning, I'm already demotivated so it's exactly that of just structuring things in a way that works for you personalizing your goals you know thinking about how can i make this enjoyable for myself you know mm. and what needs to be improved what worked because sometimes again we focus on what's not working a bit too much so mm. look into okay last year this is what works and what worked in different areas of my life yeah. you know what are some of the things that need to be improved you know that will allow me to achieve this goal so it really is all about asking yourself the important questions and saying, you know, what are some of the tangible things that will allow me to make this enjoyable for myself and fit it into my personality and who I am and, and then do the work, you know, and yeah. understand that it's okay to change the way, you know, sometimes it's a seasonal thing. Yes. I, I had a mentor at some point in my life and this, I remember I was just so frustrated with entrepreneurship and just, you know, doing certain things. And she said, you know what? You can switch up the routine. Mm. So sometimes you forget to switch up things. Like if this is not working, just change it. It's your goal. It's your vision. You don't mm. have to be a slave to it. Just change it if you don't like it until you find something that works 
and, and, and a process that works for you individually. Yvette, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much for taking the time out this morning. Uh, that was uh, Yvette Rashikopa, who is an author, life coach and strategist, uh, giving us some advice about how we can move forward in terms of our goals for 2022 and achieving them.